I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. You can subscribe for free at iTunes, Heidi Harris Show, or you can check them out on my website, HeidiHarris.com, or my Facebook page where I post them, Heidi Harris Show. You can also catch my live radio show weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. I want to talk a little bit today about climate change, global warming, and now the latest phrase I heard to explain the weather is called extreme weather. I actually saw somebody post something about extreme weather, how it's all going to kill us. And I don't know what to say to these people other than there's no proof. Now, there are a lot of folks who say, well, you're a climate denier, you're denying science. I'm not denying science. Nobody's denying science. There's no proof that human beings have changed the temperature. We still have winter. We still have summer. Yes, some summers are hotter. Some are not as hot. It snowed in Houston, Texas last week. It snowed in Houston. And New York got pounded. Of course, New York gets snow, but they got pounded with snow early. Birmingham, Alabama had snow last week. Where's the global warming? Oh, that's climate change. Oh, that's extreme weather. The problem with it is you can believe anything you want to believe. And I get that. And no one's trying to force you to believe anything else. But when politicians are making policy based on something that is ridiculous as trying to change the planet, that human beings can change the planet, it's arrogant to say the least. I mean, this is God's creation, and God is in charge of it, and the Bible very clearly says that God holds all things together. Now, that does not mean that I pollute, that I throw my trash in the street. I'm very conservative about these kind of things. I rescue my dogs. I recycle. I reuse. I repurpose. If you walk around my house, you can't believe the stuff that I have found in garage sales or raided curbs and reused and redone, you know, put a little paint on them or a little stain on them or whatever and totally fixed them. Most of the stuff that I own is either hand-me-down or something that's repurposed. So I live this every day. But yes, I still use plastic bags and all that. I don't believe you should be wasteful. There's no such thing as a non-reusable plastic bag. I have dogs. You line your trash cans with them. In California, you can't even get a plastic bag in a lot of places or a plastic straw. They think that's going to really change the planet? Really? A plastic bag is a very useful thing. And so you look at these people who believe this, and it's one thing if you want to believe that, go ahead. But I don't see you changing your life. I don't see you riding a bike to work. I don't see you growing your own vegetables. I don't see you doing anything that you want the rest of us to do. But you think government should pass some kind of crazy laws to put us in some kind of BS treaty, Kyoto or whatever they come up with next week, that does nothing but turn the screws on American industry, while at the same time, India and China don't care how many power plants they build. They don't care how much crap they spew into the environment. Why? because they're trying to bring their countries up to speed. They're trying to win in the industrial war, and they don't care if we stop doing something. They're going to keep doing it. That's the way it goes. So it is an economic situation. It is an attempt to try to shut America down, and that's my problem with it. And the people I know who believe in global warming don't do one thing that the so-called celebrities encourage them to do. You got Al Gore and Leo DiCaprio and idiots like this flying around the world on private jets to conferences to talk about global warming. Are they kidding? No, they really can't believe this, can they? And you have to understand also that there's a lot of money to be made in this so-called global warming, climate change, extreme weather. There's a lot of money to be made when you can pass laws that benefit certain people and force certain businesses to do extra steps to make sure that they're environmentally clean, whereas somebody else, some congressman or somebody else has, you know, stock in solar panels and stock in all these things are trying to force people to push because of emotion. 
I mean, P.T. Barnum could not have come up with a better scheme than global warming. It's laughable. I was reading a story the other day about how 537 was the worst year in the history of mankind to have lived because it was extremely cold. There were some volcanic events, all kinds of craziness that went on, and it was a terrible, terrible year to live. Well, because a lot of people weren't here in 537, huh, uh, obviously, most folks don't have a frame of reference. They don't understand that weather fluctuates. That's why it's cold places it shouldn't be and warm places it should be. But I guarantee you it's still going to be hot this year in sub-Saharan Africa, and it's still going to be cold up there in Alaska. And a degree or two is not going to change anything. And you've got these climate change people who actually believe if they pass enough laws and they put a stranglehold on the really successful industrial countries like America, of course they don't do this to China and India, but if they can do it to us, that they're really going to change the earth or maintain the earth's atmosphere within a degree or two. I mean, this is the craziness. And once again, the people I know who believe this, I don't know why they believe it because it's not been proven. And if you really believe it, then why aren't you living it? Why aren't you giving up everything that you're supposed to be giving up to save the environment? You got to start somewhere. I might as well start with you because it's sure not starting with Al Gore and it's sure not starting with Leo DiCaprio and it's still sure not starting with Hollywood. You know, they go and they make their big speeches about the climate at the Oscars. Meanwhile, they all show up in limousines, you know, one movie star per limousine. I mean, come on. I remember seeing Harry Reid years ago speaking to the mail carriers. I happened to sneak into the back because a friend of mine was a mail carrier. He says, Harry Reid's going to come. You got to hear this. And I said, okay. So I snuck in the back of this thing full of mail carriers and Harry Reid shows up in a caravan of, I don't know, six or seven SUVs. Really? A senator shows up in six or seven SUVs? And this is the guy who's trying to push climate change legislation or did throughout his entire career. That's because these guys are making money off this. I don't believe that people don't see this. It's shocking to me. Those stupid windmills that chop birds up in midair, yes, they do. Look it up yourself. Those stupid solar panels out in the desert that if a bird flies over the top of them, it fries in midair. Nobody talks about that. These are the things that I'm looking at and saying, okay, even if it were true, even if the climate were changing, and even if it were created by mankind, what could we possibly do? We all stop driving tomorrow? Is that the way it goes? And you look at California, and the big mess in California, and all of the environmental regulations that they've been pushing for the last 30, 40, 50 years are all out the window with these fires. The fires are spewing more crap in the atmosphere, you know, than a volcano practically. And all those environmental regulations for nothing because of all of what's happening in California. And of course, they don't want to cut trees down. They don't want to clear the dead trees because that would be an environmental disaster. God forbid you get the logging companies working to actually use the dead trees. All of this stuff has been stopped. It takes years, apparently, to get any kind of tree clearing. I've been looking into this and these forestry people are just beside themselves because they can't do decent forestry. And California has no other comment other than to say, Jerry Brown, the outgoing governor, well, it's climate change. This is going to be the new normal. Okay. All right. So that's your big answer. You shrug your shoulders and say, well, I can't do anything about it. It's all about climate change. Aha. Uh -huh. Not about land management, not about rules, not about regulations, not about asking the utility companies or permitting the utility companies to cut trees back when there might be a spark near the power line. No, we don't want to talk about that. We'll just blame it on global warming and we'll blame it on Trump because he is not an adherent to global warming. Okay. But even if, let's just go with that, even if it were all about global warming, even if the climate was permanently going to change in California, which of course it won't this year, there'll be tons of snow and mammoth again, and <laughs> they'll say it's global warming, I guess. But even if 
the climate was permanently going to change in places like Malibu. Then you adapt. That's what you do. When you live in Florida, where it's beautiful until June, July, August, September, October, November, when you have hurricane season, then you adapt. You make adaptations to the fact that it might be bad. In California, you might get some fires. It might be extra dry and something may start. So you adapt. You do clear cutting around the houses. You clear out the dead stuff. You do what you have to do to make it better. I have advocated that people who have these fancy homes on hillsides and wealthy people put in stand pipes, some kind of thing that the fire department can use to drain their pool and clean the fire. They should be doing it themselves, but if the fire department's there, at least the fire department can do it while these little babies run down the hill, okay? Uh, at least it would help some people, right? So that's called creating solutions, not sitting there and shrugging your shoulders and saying, yeah, I can't do anything about it. It's global warming. Same with Mayor de Blasio in New York last week was acting like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. Well, what do you mean you don't know what to do? You're going to blame it on climate change too? You're going to blame it on weather? I'm sorry, extreme weather. Let me get this straight. Extreme weather. You're going to blame it on that? And you, so therefore, as a public official, you don't have any obligation to do anything to help the people who elected you, the people who pay you. Your job is to do everything you can to make their lives better. And you don't want to do that because you just blame it on climate change? Wow. Doesn't anybody see the scam that this is? And once again, I'll say it. There's no evidence, but even if there were evidence that climate change was created by man, what is anybody really doing and what could we possibly do to fix it? Even if we stopped all industrial processes, everybody stopped driving cars, it wouldn't make a difference in the other countries because they wouldn't stop and it ultimately wouldn't make a difference for the climate. But the arrogance of people who think that they can create a different environment, a different weather pattern, because you stop driving cars or stop spewing stuff in the environment? Now, I'm not for spewing stuff in the environment, obviously. I want a clean environment. We are stewards of the earth, and we're supposed to take care of the earth. But you really think that mankind has the power? When you think about all of the volcanoes that have occurred as long as mankind has been on this planet, all the volcano, just the volcanic ash and all of the things that have happened, all the stuff in the environment, and somehow it all gets cleaned out ultimately. Nobody can clean up a volcano. It's got to clean itself up to the large extent. The environment's got to clean itself up. Look at the oil spills we've had. Of course, people should get involved in trying to fix the oil spills, and nobody should be spilling oil in the ocean. We get that. But when you think it's going to be a disaster, somehow it finds a way to clean itself. Because God's in charge, not people. Yes, we should be very careful in how we treat the earth. We should pick up our trash. We should not be spewing junk into the environment. We should not be driving cars around town that are spewing black stuff out of the cars. I get all of that. We need to take care of the environment. We shouldn't be littering when we go out to the lake or the mountains or any place like that. Sure. But these politicians who actually think they can change everything by creating some kind of a new regulation that's going to change the planet? Is there no end to their arrogance? I guess there isn't. And unfortunately, the people are going to continue to suffer as a result of this. Proverbs 29.2 covers this very well. When the righteous thrive, the people rejoice. When the wicked rule, the people groan. And unfortunately, we've got a lot of wicked people who are in on the global warming hoax and then a lot of stupid people who go along with it. And it's pretty sad. Ultimately, it's God's creation, and God's going to make sure that we all survive it. We should take care of it. We should be responsible. But the idea that any law is going to change the environment is ludicrous. It really is, and it's shocking to me that some smart people I know actually believe it. 
I'm Heidi Harris. Join me for the Heidi Harris Show weekdays live 8 to 10 a.m. It's 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. You can subscribe to my podcast at iTunes, Heidi Harris Show. You can also find them at HeidiHarris.com. And I would recommend that you pick up my book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. I've written about my radio career and some of the crazy things that have happened in it. And I've got a lot of great tips behind the scenes in radio. So if you know somebody who is considering a broadcasting career, (laughs) don't. (laughs) But you might want to find some information in my book about picking guests and picking callers and doing interviewing and all that kind of stuff. It's all in that book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. And you can find it at Amazon or you can find the the link at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, God's in charge and you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. (laughs) 